I'm Steph. I'm Kim. And, and this, this is Solved, Unsolved, or Spooky. Hey, Mum. How are you? Very good, Kimberly. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I had a thought earlier. Yeah? I was thinking about blood. Yeah. <laughs> How long does blood stay in an area? Like, because they can find DNA, like, years and years later. So I, was, I had a thought. I would have that much blood all over Australia. Well, Queensland, Tassie, and ACT, and New South Wales. You would. And I was, someone, like, murdered and then they were looking at DNA in that, and they picked up mine. I'd be like, well, it's not because I murdered them. It's literally just because I get bleeding noses constantly. You could be in trouble, wouldn't you? <laughs> I was just thinking, I have a lot of blood all over the place. A lot of it would be so deteriorated by now, but there's some fresh stuff somewhere. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if nostril blood's different to murder blood. No, it's all blood. Interesting theory. I know, I was just thinking of random thoughts. You may, <laughs> have, to do some, may have to do some research on that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So that was, yeah, what I was thinking about earlier. And the little chickens were out again. They're always out. I know. Anyway. <laughs> you got anything? No, I don't. You've just blown me away. <laughs> With your nostralis. <laughs> and your dna Yeah. That's what happens when you get chronic nosebleeds. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What story are you doing today? Actually, <laughs> I've got to give a disclaimer, and I've got to kind of tell you what it is. So I don't think you – I have I have told you about this because I had to, but um, I don't think you remember. But if you are not okay with cannibalism, <laughs> then you should probably tune out for today. All right. I'm going to tune out then. <laughs> No, you're here for the long haul, Mom. Sorry about that. Yeah, so if you're not into cannibal, well, no one should be into it, but you'd be fascinated, then okay. But if you're not, you should probably tune in next week. I kind of have a theory that food's food. <laughs> well, actually, and I will, I will start with a nice quote I found. So, quote is, I decorated the, t- the table with nice candles. I took out my best dinner service, and I fried a piece of rump steak, a piece from his back. Made what I call princess potatoes and sprouts. After I prepared my meal, I ate it. The first bite was, of course, very strange. It was a feeling I can't really describe. I'd spent over 40 years longing for it, dreaming about it, and now I was getting the feeling that I was actually achieving this perfect Inner connection through his flesh. <laughs> the flesh tastes like pork, but stronger. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> I knew mean, you'd like the pork bit. Pork's disgusting. <laughs> so I wouldn't I wouldn't like human. No. No. Pork's just gross. So. So now I know what to do. Yeah, I know. You just destroyed it for me. <laughs> do you remember? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Armin Mivis was born on the 1st of December, which is also Luna's birthday, but not in 1961. (laughs) He was the youngest of Waltrude Mivas, who was from 1922 to 1999, and he had two older half-brothers, 
from his father's previous relationship with another woman. His father then abandoned the family when he was five or eight, but I, I read eight mostly, so leaving him to be raised by his mother. Oh, abandonment issues, Mark. Oh, he does. And then his two um two half brothers also left. His mother was apparently very domineering. Like me. <laughs> who never let him go anywhere without her. And like me. <laughs> would publicly criticize him. Uh, like me. So he was especially he was essentially an only child with an overbearing mother, and he ended up without many friends. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> this is sad. So he decided to create an imaginary one named Frankie. Oh. Then this is who he would confide in, telling all his deepest secrets to, one of which was that he wished he could eat his friends before they left so that they would stay with him forever. So bizarre. And that was around when he was 12 that he began to fantasize about eating his friends. How do I get fixated on something like that? <laughs> Severe issues. Like a demon inside them. <laughs> he was said to be a wonderful neighbour who would often mow their lawns. Don't and they all? <laughs> help his friends repair their cars, and he apparently hosted dinner parties. His mother died, and he ended up making a mannequin to resemble her. His mother? Yes. Oh, that's so sad. Which he kept in a room that was very shrine-like, and he would lay her down on a pillow every night. That is so beautiful. I would want you to do that for me. I'm sorry, Mum. I love you, but no. No, 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 no. Got to do that. And I want fresh flowers every day. No. You can sprinkle with me with pretty smelling waters and things like that. To no, make it, so it wasn't really her. It was a mannequin. Oh, I want the real deal. No, that's creepy. That's like that case, the mummy case, <laughs> which I will cover one day. One of his childhood friends had said that there was cat poo everywhere yeah. and old computers like crammed in every room. But his mother's room was said to be immaculate. He said that her slippers and dressing gown were laid out as if she was going to use them. Aww. It was after the death of his mother that Mavis became very interested in pornography. Oh, it's always the pornography. <laughs> Ask Ted Bundy. I was say, blame it all the porn. Ask Ted, he'll tell you. And apparently he became interested in very violent porn. Mm, seems yeah. to be a general theme, doesn't it? <laughs> and then this is where he stumbled across the world of cannibalism online. Really? I haven't come across that yet. <laughs> where he found chat rooms of people offering themselves to be eaten. Mavis posted an advertisement on a then-active website, The Cannibal Cafe. <laughs> I know the name. Which was a forum for people with a cannibalism fetish. Is it real, though? Like, do many people eat each other? Mm, they don't go through with it, but there's a lot of people who fantasize about it. He advertised that he was looking for a normally built 18- to 25-year-old to be slaughtered and then consumed. Why so young? I don't know. Maybe that was him. He was into that, I guess. Why not have an old, dodgy old chap? He was into that. He apparently had found two people before he eventually found someone willing to go through with the whole thing. One was turned down as there was no chemistry. Got to have chemistry. Oh, you got to have chemistry before you kill someone. <laughs> and them. Yeah. And the other one, because uh, he wanted to be nailed down and beaten to death, 
And Mivas had apparently just thought that was weird. It's yeah, just weird. Yeah, I think that would bruise for me. I think, yeah. <laughs> like, tenderizing is one thing, but that's just out of control. So, this brings us to Bernd Brands, an engineer from Berlin. He answered the advertisement in March 2001. Many other people responded to the advertisement but backed out. And apparently, Mivas did not attempt to force anyone to do anything that they were uncomfortable with. <laughs> the two made a videotape when they met on the 9th of March in 2001 in Mivas' home. This was in a small town of Wusterfeld? Wusterfeld? Something like that. West of Rottenburg and Der Fulda. Daffledon? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I forget. I looked at them and then I've forgotten them. I looked up their names and now that's all that's in my head. So hopefully they're right. I Google translated them. They went to Mivas's farmhouse where they had sex. And according to Mivas, Brands was not satisfied because he wanted to be eaten alive. Oh. Oh, that's a bit nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not my thing. You've got to cook your human, you can't get it wrong. With Brenda's consent, Mivas amputated Brand's penis. Why his penis? I don't know. It was Brand's idea. And the two men attempted to eat it together. Before doing so, Brand swallowed 20 sleeping pills and a bottle of cough syrup. This would probably have caused slow breathing and extreme tiredness. And death? (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, that probably would have been better. Brands initially insisted that my... <laughs> I forgot about this. That um, my attempt to bite his penis off. Oh, very nice. But this did not work. So he actually gave it a crack. Yeah, apparently. Mm. And in the end, my used a knife to cut it off. Oh, that's just disgusting. <laughs> Brands apparently tried to eat some of his own penis raw but could not. Um, not because it was totally disgusting, but because it was too tough and, as he put it, chewy. I'm not going there. I'm just <laughs> not going there. Mivas then tried to fry the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic. Mm. He then added some of Brand's fat, but by then it was too burnt to be consumed. Where do you get the fat from? Brand's, I don't know. Blech. Just off his body, I guess. Like, that's just painful. Well, this bit I don't like. I mean, the whole thing's a bit weird, but <laughs> this bit gets to me. You're weird. <laughs> um, he then chopped the penis up into chunks and fed it to his dog. Oh, that's not very That's nice. just gross. Don't bring your dog into this. No, if you've got a fetish, have your fetish and leave your poor dog alone. According to court officials who saw the video, which hasn't been made public, Brands, <laughs> Brands was probably we already too weakened from blood loss to eat any of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Mivas then ran Brands a bar. I wrote how accommodating. <laughs> before going to read a Star Trek book. So did the penis guy, mm-hmm. want, did he want to die as well? Was this part of his... Well, that's what Armin's saying. That he wanted to die. That, well, you kind of have to to be eaten. Well, no, not if you just give a bit, a little bit of flesh here and there. I think the whole thing was he was just going to cut him all up. So. Okay. Yeah. He checked on Brands every 15 minutes, during which time he lay bleeding in the bar, and then he continued to drift in and out of consciousness before finally collapsing. 
After a while, and a prayer, Mivas killed Brands by stabbing him in the throat, <laughs> and then he hung his body on meat hooks. Oh, that's just bunk. Yeah. This was all recorded on a four-hour videotape. So. That's just craziness. <laughs> he dismembered and ate the corpse over the next ten months. Really? Uh-huh. And he would keep his body parts in the freezer under pizza boxes and a false bottom. Did he share them with the mannequin? <laughs> I don't know. He even tried to grind the bones to use for flour. I think he was just trying to hide the evidence, personally. <laughs> he buried Bran's head in his garden. Ugh. And this is crazy. He consumed up to 20 kilograms of flesh. Wow. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I wonder how much the average person has in flesh. There's a lot of bone and all that other stuff in there. Mm. I don't know. During sessions with police experts, Mivas had said that his desire for cannibalism had developed during his adolescent years. Yeah, mine too. And he was arrested in December 2002. This was when a college student alerted authorities to new advertisements for victims online. So he's going for another one. Oh, yeah. Round two. Because he'd run Go out. again. Running he's stopped of... running low. That's horrific. Uh-huh. Way to save money, though. <laughs> Investigators searched his home and found body parts that he claimed were wild pig in the freezer. <laughs> mm. And the videotape of the killings. I mean, uh, you can't really say it's pig and then, oops, I don't know what that video is. What is wrong with people? On the 30th of January, 2004, Mivas was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to eight years and six months in prison. How's that manslaughter? That was premeditated murder. As you can imagine, the case attracted considerable media attention. I don't know. See, this is where it's like like the guy was consenting to the whole thing, but... Still murder. It's still, yeah, murder. Like, if you've got a, an elderly parent that wants to die, they're, they're rotting in bed, mm. and they have been for quite a long time, they're just bones, you, you cannot euthanise them. Which it's I murder. don't get, because if that was an animal, they would say that you are being, able being a horrible person, that you should put them out of their misery, yeah. And yet this little chap just thinks he can go around <laughs> murdering. Yeah, well, he's, he wants to eat, man. When speaking to German newspaper, he admitted to cannibalizing Brand and expressed regret for his actions. Except he was trying to get another one. <laughs> yeah. He added he wanted to write a biography with the aim of deterring anyone wanting to follow in his footsteps. I think he's a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> Websites dedicated to Mivas started appearing after his arrest with people advertising for willing victims. Now everyone's just doing it. We should give it a crack see if we get any. He said they should go for treatment so it doesn't escalate like it did with me. While in prison, Mivas has since become a vegetarian. And ate his roommate. <laughs> no. <laughs> he believes that there are about 800 cannibals in Germany. Wow. Mm. In April 2005, a German court ordered a retrial arguing that he should have been convicted for murder because he killed for sexual gratification. And premeditated. Mm. This being proved in the videotaping of the crime. Yuck. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's odd that he started with the guy's penis. 
<laughs> well, that was actually according to him. It was silly. Yeah, but if you're going to court <laughs> and the other guy's dead and can't defend himself, you're going to say that. <laughs> the court ruled that the original trial had ignored the significance of the video in disproving the argument that Mivas only killed because he had been asked to kill. Oh, that's terrible. At his retrial, a psychologist said that Mivas might reoffend, as he still had fantasies about eating flesh. On the 10th of May, 2006, a court in Frankfurt convicted Mivas of murder and sentenced him to life imprisonment. Yes, good. Mm. There is no law against cannibalism in the United States, the Can United Kingdom. What's what's um life in prison in that country, whatever country? It didn't say <laughs> just life imprisonment, which is he's pretty much going to be in jail for the rest of his life. Is he? How mm-hmm. old is he? Uh, in his late fifties, I think. Fifties. He might get twenty years if he had at seventy. No, nah, I think he's in jail. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there is no law against cannibalism in the United States, the United Kingdoms, and many other countries. Mm. Yeah, they're usually charged with related crimes, usually murder or desecration of a corpse. Mm. For many cannibals, by eating their victims, they believe that they carry the person with them forever. And in many cases, it can be sexual experience. They are known to orgasm just by cutting into the flesh of their victims. Nasty. Yeah. Mivas became the first person in Germany to be charged with murder for sexual satisfaction or a love cannibalism. Mm. And I just have a little info I found while researching. There is an actual reason besides it being totally creepy and wrong to eat another person. Yeah, what's that? Well, when you, well, it's mostly the brain. You can actually get very sick from eating it because it causes what is known as, I think it's Kuru. This is a brain disease that is very similar to mad cow disease. Oh, wow, by eating another human's brain. Mm-hmm. There's a tribe, I think in Papua New Guinea, that um they had that, and it's because they, it comes on later, but they do this thing where they eat their dead, which they think helps their spirits stay with them. But because they eat the brains, a lot of them were getting kuru and dying. Oh so they ended up having to say, look, you, you can't eat people anymore. So, yeah. Oh, that's um, really nasty, Kimberly. Another fact. Most cannibals report human flesh to taste like pork. Hmm. So it has been given the name long pig. Why long pig? Because we're long, I guess, compared to pigs. I find it so very weird. I don't I like the name. Crackling. I don't think so. Um, pig. Oh, add other neither. Um, endocannibalism is where this is the one where you eat the dead with the belief that the souls can live with their living families. Exocannibalism is where you eat others in order to inherit their life forces and power, such as you eat the brain to gain their knowledge. Oh, give it a crack. <laughs> Involuntary autocannibalism is something that pretty much every human does. But it's very common and it's not something to worry about. What do we do? <laughs> it's like biting fingernails and like bits of dead skin and stuff. But it's only your own, it's not other people's. Yeah, but it's still considered a form of cannibalism. Hmm. Yeah, it's just not a bad form of it. <laughs> Voluntary auto cannibalism, this is a lot worse and it can involve biting the flesh and muscle and eating it. On yourself. And like Modifying your body and stuff. 
Oh, that's pretty nice. Mm. And it said that cannibalism can be highly addictive. As, Obviously. Because once someone commits cannibalism, their brain has an increase in dopamine, which makes them feel good. So they associate it with feeling good and becomes addictive. Hmm. It has been said that our ancestors were cannibalistic, but developed better hunting styles and techniques. A better taste. Yeah. And um, hunting each other was not sustainable. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that they decided that because uh, yeah, I'm glad. Imagine that. Yes. Yeah. Now, cannibalism actually is becoming more common. With the practice of eating the placenta, believing that it has health benefits. That's just... That's not my thing. Like, if you're into that, you're a weirdo. No. If you're into that, you're into that, but that's just... You're a bit of a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I read a story Mm -hmm. at one point about a chap. I think there was something wrong with his leg and he had to have it amputated. Mm -hmm. And they let him take it home. Oh, oh, I think I've heard of that one. And he cooked it up for his mates. His mates. Yeah, and he got them around. They all come around and had some beers and... Munged on his leg. I know. How crazy is that? Which, you know, if that's what you want to do, mm. that's okay. But killing someone, oh, actually, chopping off their winky, <laughs> I don't know. That's not happening. While I was researching, there was like, I read another one, which I had heard about, but I hadn't really heard much. And there was this, I think he might have been Japanese, and he killed a Dutch student, like his classmate, mm. and ate him while they were in France. Oh. Yeah, and he's free. He's just walking around because they, get out. they didn't want to send paperwork and stuff to charge him. That's ridiculous. He's so he's just walking free. He's probably munging on all sorts of people. <laughs> Who knows? Far out. Yeah. We don't condone cannibalism. No. <laughs> no. Although I am concerned about <laughs> my youngest sister. Why? Because she said she wanted to know what it was like. Yeah, no, but she's odd. She's odd. Anybody's going to do it, it's her. <laughs> Actually, there were so many things about it when I was researching. The um, rugby team from Uruguay, mm-hmm. do you remember that? No. There was a, a whole team. They got stranded. I think it was in the Andes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they ended up having to eat their teammates and that. To survive, they're like twenty-seven days or something, okay. and then they got rescued. But they were all just like looked down upon that when they got back. Well, you know, how do you pick who you're gonna eat? Well, I think like some of them had died. Oh well, if they're dead, that's a different matter. Yeah. You've got to eat. You've got to eat. And uh, there were there was loads of other ones. I don't, I don't really know. I don't much, know much about American history, but the Donner Party. Is that how you say? It? I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, apparently they did cannibalism because they got stranded in the snow and stuff. I understand the stranded thing. Yeah. There was just so many different cases. Most of them were like that or there was just cannibals and (laughs) people who had to do that to survive. They're just walking amongst us. (laughs) Yeah. It was crazy. What are we having for dinner? (laughs) Well, I had peach halves and (laughs) pineapple slices. And whipped cream. No, no whipped cream yet. I'm saving that for the hot chocolate. Okay. And that's my story. If anyone wants to go really deep into it and, like, really look at it, there's a great documentary called Interview with a Cannibal, which I watched, like, years and years ago. I don't think I'm going to be watching it. I oh, don't it's, think I've heard it enough. is so weird. Like, he just, he's so calm. 
the way he explains everything, he's just like, yep, I did this, then I did this, and this is how I did it. And he's just literally so calm. I just don't, can't wrap my head around it. I've never known when I watched that. It was <laughs> probably when I was still in high school. Let's pretend you had a good mother. Um, yeah, I just was like blown away by literally how calm he was. And he's just explaining it. And I'm like, wow, okay. He doesn't really believe that he's done something wrong because he's like, well, he was consenting. So I think that's part of the reason why they wanted the retrial because he's still kind of in denial about it all. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. He's crazy. Because his next victim might be consenting too, but that person's obviously a nut job. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They're, they're, they're kind of like, well, was that, were they in the right mindset? Well, that's the end of my story. That was awesome. <laughs> bit crazy, but a little bit crazy or a lot crazy. A lot crazy, but I find it fascinating, and I don't, I don't know why. Cannibalism just—it terrifies me, but I'm so fascinated by it. Yeah, the advice I can give you is don't invite a cannibal <laughs> to a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we won't be shouting out the winners of the review competition this week, as stated in the last episode. We are very sorry, as we're recording this episode midweek. And to be fair to late reviewers, we should wait the whole week, so that they'll now be mentioned in episode 11. We've had a number of reviews come in so far this week. This review is from Killer Case Enthusiast, named one of the best. Love the name. <laughs> oh, my gee, love this so much. You two are so good together. Love this mother-daughter duo. I find myself smiling and laughing along with you and can't help but put all my attention onto what you are saying. Can't wait for the next one. Super excited for you guys to cover Edmund Kemper as well. Well, Killer Case enthusiast, we love you and every word you kindly have shared and I will be working on Edmund Kemper, so listen out for my next episode. Um, it will be a doozy. Yes, it will. We also heard from the Bathurst Bully. Well done, girls. A much more professional production and so much clearer, making it easier to listen to, hence follow. Hopefully he will have a long, unhappy time in prison and other prisoners will give him a really hard time. I can hope. <laughs> Can't wait for the next instalment. Wonder what that will be. There are lots of crimes out there, unfortunately. Very true. Thanks, Athos Bully. We are hearing you and working on our sound quality and there are way too many crimes out there. Then we have The Echo Chambers by The Tom. <laughs> hey, girls, I like your research and how detailed your stories are. Your show is amusing and doesn't have too much chit-chat, which I like. Just one point. <laughs> it sounds like you're in an echo chamber. Echo, echo, <laughs> echo. Like you're in a bath. Just needs a bit of tweaking. I heard of you from the promo on Dead Bodies. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Tom. Thanks, Tom. We really appreciate your kind words and advice and are so glad that you all have listened. Dead Bodies is a hoot and we love them. Then there was Crime Junkie 2647 with So Nice. I just found this podcast today and it's really good. I love the banter, but if you could get a bit better sound quality and microphones, that would be amazing. Well, Crime Junkie 2647, you are reading our minds. Love your kind words and agree, we need better mics, etc. Thanks a million billion for the reviews. Thank you to everybody who sent us a review. We're so grateful and we really appreciate your feedback. We really are working on our sound quality and we are going to do everything in our power to get out of the echo chamber. <laughs> and, in, <laughs> and in line with that, 
We have had a few reviewers concerned with their audio quality, so we have decided to start a podcast page where you can support the show. Our plan is to invest the Patreon funds into better quality microphones and acoustic foams so that your listening experience is clearer. There are currently four tiers on the pod fan page, and they are all for different amounts. The Manslaughterers, Tier 1. The House Haunters, Tier 2. Maniacal Murderers, Tier 3. And Tier 4, The Poltergeists. <laughs> so if you're interested in helping us to improve our sound quality, we would be forever grateful. There's a link in the show notes directly at the bottom of the page. It'll take you to the pod fan page where you can offer your support. And finally, we want to give the biggest thanks ever to the incredible Dead Bodies team, Chanel, DD, and Kirsten. You guys are the biggest inspiration and we love you. We could not believe it when we heard our names and the podcast on your show, <laughs> even though we asked you. <laughs> DD is so right. We are so excited and send you beautiful ladies so much nice things, nice things. We listen to you all of your episodes. However, we will play the specific one over and over. And for any of you who are looking for another podcast, you have to give this one a listen. I think that is all I have for this week. Have you got anything else? Nope. That's no. no everything from us. <laughs> cool. All right. Bye. Catch you next week. Hopefully. <laughs> no, next week's not Edmund Kemper, is it? No. Okay. Whatever you're doing next week, I don't know. Oh, I'm doing a nasty one. <laughs> okay. I'm not telling you. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to just wait then, I suppose. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can follow us at Facebook at Solved, Unsolved or Spooky, on Twitter at Hashtag or Solved, Instagram at Solved, Unsolved or Spooky. You can email us at podcast at Solved, Unsolved or Spooky.com. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm.